Welcome to this episode of Let's Chat. I'm your host, Chris Revel, coming to you from the Cat Cave in Providence, Rhode Island. We got Steve and Sid, wasted of uh, Wasted the Show, Canadian TV show. Uh, a couple Canadians, eh? No. I, 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 man, those dudes are really cool. Uh, they're from Toronto region or Toronto area. So it's kind of funny because I'm really excited. It's our first international guest. But we talk about in the episode that's not even really that far away. I've been to Toronto, fucking loved it there. It's a really cool place. I'd love to go back. Uh, I've had guests on the show who are from much farther away. Like I think the farthest so far would be Max in Los Angeles, but I do have a one coming up in the future with someone from Vancouver. So a second uh, international guest. Uh, it's just so cool. I want to have people from all over the world on, so this has been really exciting. Met these guys on the Twitter, uh, and... Man, if you have a podcast and you're looking for guests, get these two on. They are awesome. They've been on a ton of podcasts. They know what's up. They could talk about anything. Very nice. Very funny. Very reliable. Things I really look for when I'm booking with guests now. Um, they've been all over different podcasts. We have a mutual friend and Adrian of Adrian Has Issues. Um, he will be on this ep- this show on Thursday if you're listening to this in real time. And you can go to his back episodes of, Ad- of Adrian Has Issues and you can see me as a guest on there. But these dudes are just, uh, they definitely have this, like, Shaun of the Dead meets Super Troopers kind of aspect to them from the stuff I've seen. Really fucking funny, high quality. Steven said both work in the industry in some facet. They've made a short film, and they're working their way into the uh, independent film world. They discuss how you get into film festivals. Uh, I think I'm sure we talk about Friends. In the beginning, you're going to hear a lot of Steve because Sid comes in a little bit later because me and Sid were just chatting before we were waiting for Steve, and then I just kept that in because it was just pretty fun. You know how the show is. It's informal. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much. Uh, please stick around. Check. Uh, please hit subscribe. Check out some back episodes. Uh, allow me to recommend uh, Kevin Bartini. He was uh, about two weeks ago, stand-up uh, comedian behind George Carlin Way. Works for the Nightly Show with Larry Wilmore. He worked for the Colbert Report. Worked for the Daily Show. Uh, if you listen to more than one of these episodes, thanks for coming back, and please hit subscribe as well. So make sure you do me a favor and give these guys the old Let's Chat bump. Check them out on the old Twitter at Wasted the Show, Facebook, Facebook.com slash Wasted the Show. They're gonna have like a skull. And crossbones with two that are two blunts, so uh, you'll know who they are. And they are also on comedycoop.cbc. Uh, basically, if you just type in comedycoop.cbc/wasted, just type in "wasted the show," they come up because they've been all over the place. They're 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 no strangers to the media because they're fucking great. Um, thank you so much. Uh, check out the show. Uh, Twitter at Let's Chat Podcast. Facebook, facebook.com slash us chat. Email, let's chat podcast at gmail.com. And we got some great guests coming up for you in the coming weeks. Definitely some more musicians and uh, more comedy people. All right, let's get to it. The opposite of a winner Remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner Peace to Raw G, Brucey B, Kid Debris Funk, Master Flex, Love, Funk, Star, Ski Come on, there always is something to do Well, I was watching Friends, I won't lie Oh, there you go, there you go It was yeah, pretty good it was, Which one was it? It was when Joe, um Are you the one I've been talking to on the Twitter? Yeah 
Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you run their social? Oh, yeah, cause I, I was on your site today, and they, yeah. damn, you guys have done some really cool shit. I know. I was like, my gosh, we like, I'm, I'm amazed how much shit we've done. Yeah. I'm pretty blown away. And then, uh, I was like, oh, and you're like, we're excited to come on. I was like, <laughs> jokes on you. I'm more excited <laughs> than you. Oh, come on, man. It's like every, every, like everything, like we that's happened, or everything we get on, like we just take it, like. Even on yeah. like with you right now, it's, it's huge, man. Like, cause uh, was it? Well, I guess we'll get into it with the interview. But before, like a couple of weeks before, is uh, or a couple of months before, we were still like figuring out what to do, and then things happen. It's like whoa, and it's just happening real fast. I know it's it's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So my interview, it, it is. It's 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 basically just like a conversation. If okay. you want anything taken out, I'll take it out. It's not oh, like man. I'm not like a, I'm not a journalist by any means. Um, it depends on the person, but yeah, I'm. I wanted. To, I just love Europe. You're, you're my first foreign guest, so that's super exciting. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, what I, are you talking about? You're in. A, where, where are you in Providence? Yeah, the states. Yeah. Oh, come on. We're we're in Toronto. That's like what five six hours drive away. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. That's yeah. like going to. Uh, Florida, I guess. No, no, <laughs> much closer. Okay, uh, then way a, closer. Uh, you know, I've been to Toronto too. I fucking loved it there. There you go. There you One go. of my uh, favorite cities I've ever been to in my life. Me too. Me too. I like. It. I like it here. It's not bad. <laughs> no, I love. Um, I love Canada. I guess we won't have a section where I shit on your country because I'm. I'm quite a fan. Well, you can. There are some uh. areas of, you know, of Canada where. You know, Ventura. Yeah. No, I was. In um, Niagara and Niagara on the Lake, oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. We had an extra. My wife had to work. It was like my honeymoon, and we were gonna go to Toronto for like two days. Yeah. But then she couldn't get out of work, and I was so pissed because I was like, I went to Toronto and like, yeah, I'm I'm not good at years, but like, the, I don't know. Do you know the band The Get Up Kids at all? Uh, I've heard, but yeah, they were breaking up, and so like we were like, we gotta do something big for this last show because my favorite band from my teenage years are breaking it up. We're like. Let's go to Canada and see him. Oh shit! <laughs> I don't know what we were thinking, but it was totally worth it. That's the only time I've been to Toronto, and it was fucking awesome. Hey, when you're not thinking and do stuff, that's the best times. Absolutely, it's uh, man, the food there was amazing too. Yeah, I know. It's like every day they're bringing like making like or a new shop like restaurants opening up. Like I just went to a, a Himalayan restaurant just the other yeah. day. Wow! I know. It's like what the fuck? Himalayan what do they eat? They eat like sort of like it's a mix of like Asian and Indian food, but they yeah. they have their own like special like things with tofu mm-hmm. and all that. I'm like I get in arguments with people about immigration. Like guys, the more cultures that exist here, the more restaurants I'll have to eat at. So get on that. Every culture should live near me, and I can eat all your foods. I know. I just had Ethiopian food for the oh uh, for my the gosh, first yeah. time. Yeah, oh, yeah. To fucking die for. Did you uh, see? We have an Ethiopian restaurant here, and the thing is, like, the way it works here, like, I don't know if it was over there, but we uh, we with our hands. Here. Yeah, 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 they were like traditional and like. Yeah. It it it's pretty easy. Like, there's always like a beef item, or there's always something you can yeah. get by with, and like, and whatever that type of bread was was like to die for. I know, I know. It's all good. Oh, so you're the social media guy, right? Yeah, my prime. Mostly hold it, yeah. Um, I'm mostly the one tweeting away. I have just another guy named Lance, mm-hmm. who's also our main editor. He makes posts once in a while, but it's mostly me just talking to shit <laughs> and just commenting here and there. 
I was really impressed of uh, the quality because I guess I could I, I can only watch previews for your stuff. Yeah, like, so far only that. Yeah, the quality of it was like ridiculous. I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. You know, well, it's like the thing is that we we've got the equipment and we've all like we're all like film students as well. So, okay. So all that education. Making, uh, well. I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know if how. Wow, fuck it. I don't care if we're out of order. If we could start it over, but like, are you guys are like making a movie? Yeah, we actually we shot a movie. We shot a film. That's uh, it's we're planning on putting uh, in festivals this year. Like putting a bunch of festivals and wow. after it online, then just taking a buzz from that and then. You know, uh, it's taking it to networks and everything. Oh my god! So you guys are like in the early development stages. So I'm catching you right at the yeah, like right at up. the yeah, right at the beginning stage. Yeah, it's like kind of oh like, my god, kind of like a, we're, we're kind of like a, when Shield started. It's like okay, we got like we got these things here, then okay, Shield is starting up. Let's get to it. Let's do it. That's yeah. so cool. I'm I'm. This is like my dream is to get like. More like artists and people like like this, like on the up and up and just passion project. I don't know. It's fucking cool. I love talking to people who love art and movies and TV and music. Yeah, and, and like you make a good point. Like when when you're starting out, like you you don't know. Like some things start out and it has a good run, but then it just stops. Or some things just stop right away. Or some things just keep going and going and going. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, you but you never know. But but is that is that that. That very moment, like at the beginning. Oh yeah. Like, okay, okay. Like you, everyone's so eager to do it, and it's, guys, it's always exciting. You and I had to. I, I haven't. I, I haven't had. I haven't posted them yet. But I just recorded with a, a comedian from New York City who's like, um, like he does like the warm up for the Colbert Report and like. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, nice. And like Daily Show, like not like a big name comedian, but like a career comedian. Yeah. But we were talking, and I was like, "Dude, you are." And he, and what I noticed about you guys too, like, are so smart. And he's like, "Do every fucking podcast you can. You don't have to leave your house, and you don't know who's gonna hear it. And it's like the best form of free promotion you can get right now. Like everyone who's trying to get something out there, I'm like, do every podcast you could possibly do. Like you just have no idea. Yeah, and and, and also yeah, and also the thing is like. You're also meeting new people, right? Like now, yeah, I've been making just, friends. It's cool. Exactly, yeah. And you can make like talk to other people and other podcasters and everything like that. Oh yeah. So I was impressed with you guys because you. I was looking at your site. You, you guys have. Um, we both. Uh, you guys were on uh, Adrian and Atlas have issues. He's someone I met yeah. on uh, on uh, the Twitter as well. Yeah, that was, that was a fun one. Yeah, that was a really good one. I just had him on on Sunday. I didn't post it. Yet. What a cool fucking dude. He had me on his show, but it was like. Same thing. It was just like all through Twitter. I was like, man, this yeah. is awesome. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. Yeah, Twitter is like. Before I was like skeptical of Twitter. It's like, what the fuck is this, right? Like, like we're I just know. posting nonsense. But then, like, after a while, after the doing the promotion of this, right? Then talking to you, then talking to Adrian and all these other guys, and it's like, wait a minute, like, this really is the best. Twitter is like the best kind of icebreaker. I did the podcast for a year and I ignored it and I didn't do Twitter. And like things were getting a little stagnant, and like in terms of what guests I can get, because I kind of ran out of like friends to bother, and like I can only reach a certain number of people. I joined Twitter. Within a month, I just had a lineup of interviews of people I've never met in my entire life who had like web series to promote, and like I got a puppeteer come on, like just all these like so many other people, just like you and I, are just like passionate about what we're doing, and just like I just want to talk to everybody. I know. It's like I want to talk to like let me let's talk. Yeah. Because no, you, you can only like do so much, right? Yeah, no, it's great. 
And oh man, I love your accent. I, oh, yeah, accent. Are the best. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Do I have an accent to you? I always wonder that when I meet other no, people. I don't know. Like, I don't really recognize anything. Yeah, I always get I I talk weird from American talk. American talk weird. is how they call American it. Talk. Yeah, <laughs> just in Italy, and like I was like, I went to Italy in November, and like the whole time I'm like, everyone's gonna know I'm an American, but everyone thought I was from England. I was like, oh yeah, there's other parts of the world that yeah. speak English besides us. Oops, I'm true. the asshole. That is true. <laughs> yep. And I was like, I met, we met some dude from Canada in our hotel. He was real nice. He was from, uh, huh? What's the Canadian town with a funny name? Like it's like a kind of small city. In Ontario, uh, Sid, what's that? What's that town? Windsor. Windsor. Like a funny town. What do you mean? Like it's north oh, of Toronto. <laughs> How are you? I don't know. It was like a funny-sounding name. Well, uh, there is. There is a. I'm really sorry. <laughs> uh, do you, Do you know what the first letter starts with? No, I'm sorry. I'm, I am useless. Let's see. There's a we do. There is a swastika in Ontario. Winnipeg. Okay. Winnipeg. That's not. Yeah, yeah it's not Ontario. <laughs> oh, I lied. <laughs> that motherfucker lied to me in the hotel. <laughs> but funny enough, we do have a small town called uh, Swastika. That's awfully awesome. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Do either of you live in Swastika? Oh Ontario? no, but uh, I would love to drive over and uh, meet all the daughters. <laughs> so awesome. Um. <laughs> I, I, I'm recording too. Is everyone all good for that? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm recording. Yeah, cool. I yeah. I just like at the end of it, just like send me and I'll give you my email. It's just let's chat podcast at gmail dot com. Nice. Uh, an MP3. Um, I was telling Steve already. Um, I'm sorry. What? I don't know your name because it just says killing them softly. Oh, uh, Sid. My name is Sid. Sid. You know he told me that too. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I just tell Steve, it's um, it's like it's an interview, but it's really just conversational. So like, I mean, if there's anything you want taken out, just let me know. I'll take it out, and then like, uh, don't feel free, feel free to like derail the conversation and talk about something else for like 20 minutes. I don't care. Sure. <laughs> it's just have fun. It's just really just more of the bullshitting and talking about things you love. Um, well, thank you guys first for coming on because you're by the first uh, I was my first international guest, but we're actually not that far away from each other. Yeah. Well. I guess we can be. Uh, we're like uh, second generations uh, Sri Lankan, I guess. So could somewhere be. Well, well you know, homely, we could be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you're both in, you're both in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's our my first. I never had a guest from a different country on yet, which is oh. sad. <laughs> which is weird because I've had people on in the same country I live in, but much much farther away than you are. That is weird. Well, well, whereabouts are you? Uh, Providence, Rhode Island. People in oh, the States okay. don't know where it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. Uh, that's where uh, one of my favorite one of my favorite films is uh, taking place. I think uh, what's it called? Um, the Dumb and Dumber. Me myself and I. Yeah, Dumb and Dumber. Me myself and I. I think half of Farley Brothers movies are there. Yeah, they're from yeah. they're from Rhode Island. My wife actually works with their aunt or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Farley, she's a nice lady. She's a nun. Yeah, <laughs> I hope that makes all sense. Yeah, they're from Rhode Island, so all their movies. My the first time I went on our, our first date, like she said, I I'm not from here. I grew up in Connecticut, next a couple hours away, and I'm like, oh, Providence, one of my favorite movies takes place there. And she's like, oh, what's that? And she names some like artistic movie. I'm like, nope, Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> hey, Dumb and Which Dumber is artistic. 
Oh, yes. Oddly enough, I watched a unrated version of it on the Netflix one day, yeah. and the, it changed the entire movie. Like, they, it's amazing how editing can really make it or break a movie, but like, they added like 10 or 15 minutes to the movie, and it added like a really strong homoerotic tone, and they weren't lovable, they were just kind of like assholes. It was very odd how like that 10 minutes can make a difference. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's what they were going for at first, but, uh, uh part of the studios were saying no. <laughs> They're like, no, keep yeah, it funny. Exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Did you guys see the new one? I, I didn't, I, I just didn't bother. I, I, yeah, the funny thing is, I think it's the funniest comedy for me, cause it's pretty dumb. Like, uh, like, people who want to go and see it think, like, you know, you're gonna get, it's not gonna be living up to the first movie. I won't think it would ever, but, you know, just gonna go for laughs or something, it's just pretty hilarious, I think. I'll have to go see. I'll wait for that to come on, like, on, like, demand or something, or whatever they call it, like, Netflix or whatever. Yeah, like, you know how people say you gotta go watch a movie and shut your mind off of other stuff? Like, you know. Yeah. Hobbit or something? Yeah, I gotta believe there's dragon stuff. Literally go watch this movie with your mind shut off of no logic at all, because these guys are mm-hmm. idiots, basically, right? But the point, that's the point of this film. And anybody who says me that, oh, that doesn't make sense, then I'm, you know, that's not logically. I'm like, yeah, these guys are idiots. It's not supposed to make sense. <laughs> Well, that's it's the name of the movie. Too, like, come on, like, get out of here. Yeah, I yeah know, it's funny. You know what's funny? Because I saw Interstellar, and... Uh, oh, I loved it. I loved it so much. Yeah. But I've heard so many people complain about it. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, when you, like we, I saw it like, with a group of friends and my brother and stuff, and uh, we went for another movie. The movie was awesome. I loved it. I wanted to clap. Like, I, I started to clap, but no one else did. But after Dumb and Dumber, everybody started clapping. So I was like, what's the disconnect? Like, who's, like I guess the critics didn't like... Some yeah, some critics don't like Interstellar, but like, it, you know, it doesn't seem right if people are clapping for Dumb and Dumber. And not Interstellar. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. And like, it was just super, super fucking weird. Like how people were like, um, th- this guy at my work was trying to tell me that he's like, I really like the movie until that part about how love can be the fifth dimension. That's stupid. So the whole movie's stupid. I'm like. Are you kidding me, man? You didn't see that movie and understand what you watched like me. You watched it and like, uh, I didn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> and then a week later, you slowly piece together what happened. And even if you think that dimension stuff is stupid, what about the idea of going to different, like, distant planets and they, they created the black hole? Like, there's so many other things that are like, nah, man, that movie is too complex to even criticize. Like, you don't have to like it, but you cannot deny that movie was not well thought out and like just, it was a beautiful movie. And it kept my attention for a long time, and that's hard to do. Yeah, that's weird about this movie is the, the score and the whole point is about love anyways. Like, they they put hints of it anyways. Like, that's the connection they had to have with the audience. The, the science stuff, people go through your heads, but they did explain it clearly. Like, you know, I guess people were complaining how, you know that scene where the guy took the paper and folded it and said, this is how you travel through a wormhole or something? Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, they copied that from Revenge Horizon. And I'm like, uh, I, like a lot of people, like a lot of scientists said, no, that's the easiest way to explain it to an idiot. Exactly. <laughs> Basically, it's like, like they're not stealing it from Revenge Horizon. Revenge Horizon didn't make that shit up. And I, <laughs> I, scientists actually said this is how it works. And like, you know, to explain it to a common, like, you know, not an idiot, but like to a person who doesn't understand that kind of, uh, you know, subject. That's the easiest way to explain it, and you know, I think everybody understood that point. Like, yeah, okay, that's uh, easy to travel to the time. Okay, I get it. Like, it's a visual, yeah, yeah. it's a visual uh, cue for the audience too. Like, okay, instead of like telling you, taking like twenty minutes to explain it to you, let me just show you. Here's a point. Here's a point. You fold the paper in half. Boom, you go through. There, you save twenty minutes. Exactly. What do you want? 
Kraken or something to show us? <laughs> Come on, man. This guy's basically showing the easiest way to do it. And then people complained about that. Like, literally, I watched this review of these um, three girls that just destroyed the film for no reason at all. It's just... It's just funny to me. Like They, they, they just, just wanted to see McConaughey with a shirt off. And when they didn't never, give that... Calling Christopher Nolan a popist ass or arrogant for thinking that the audience shouldn't, couldn't understand the science stuff. I'm like, yeah, but like, if he's talking about science, he wants to be 100% sure the science is there, right? Just, yeah. Like, you got to make everybody happy. You got to make the audience happy. You got to make the science community happy. Like, this is a, like half the stuff that he's talking about has actually been studied. And that's, you know, that's pretty commendable, right? Like, it's not like Jurassic Park where it's all <laughs> fake, right? Like, but at least you could believe it, right? Like, oh, mosquitoes. Oh, they have the. Blood. Okay, that makes sense. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't at all. Yeah, let's get some frog DNA and put it together. What? That kid's old. Yeah, they yeah. just write it over. But I, I like that movie so much because it wasn't. It was like sci-fi, but like the, the whole core of that movie was the story about love. It, like, it was a really twisted, weird love story. Dude, like seriously, and then like uh, I cry. I almost like close to coming to tears certain parts of the film because so yeah. Oh, God. When I figured out those old people were, like, Hammond, like, the daughter, I was like, oh, my God! You kidding me? I knew that was something! Yeah, with the music and everything. With the fo- like, Oh, my God. That, you know, there's, like, very rare experiences. You get in a, a movie where you just, like, shut- I went there with my brother-in-law and my friend Dan, and the three of us just went into that movie. We, like, got, like, snacks. We're like, oh, whatever. Saturday afternoon, let's watch a movie. It was after Thanksgiving, uh, American Thanksgiving. And then, like... Oh shit! Three hours. I just got out of the theater. I was like, "What the fuck just happened?" That exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my god! I and then we we the three of us didn't stop talking for two hours. We couldn't figure it out. We're like, "What did we just see?" Oh my like, god! What a good feel. And that's but that's like an experience. Like a good movie can do that to you. Like I spent way too much money on a fucking ticket and sit in a shitty showcase, and you gave me some art, and I'm happy. Exactly, like you know, everything about that film was great. And like, even like people are complaining about how Matt Damon stood. I'm like, what do you want him to do? Like, he played like a villain. I'm like, yeah, obviously. And then yeah, yeah he's an actor, it. and they yeah, act. Exactly. Yeah, because like some people are like, oh shit, Matt Damon's in this film, and then they just forgot about the movie and they want to see Matt Damon act as who? Who want to see Born Identity in uh, in space? Is that what they wanted to see? <laughs> it's just so weird. Like they they could just you know trick their mind off like that. I'm like, but then they're like saying he plays like such a villain. I'm like, yeah, the guy. Basically said he's crazy. He's been there by himself the whole time. Anybody would go crazy. Yeah, right? even he's human he's... after all. Exactly. Even Ooh, though he's deep. Yeah. yeah he's... Exactly. <laughs> Get it deep, yo. And the fact that he was uh, <laughs> he was the only guy. He's the smartest of all of them. Like even the smartest person of all of us. You know, they could yeah. get lonely sometimes. They could do shit. Exactly. Even Neil deGrasse Tyson, he'll get, he'll go fucked up once in a while. Yeah. You know? And he liked the movie too. He wrote yeah, some exactly. really nice stuff about it. Yeah, he loved it. He loves that movie that uh, better than Gravity. He says. I didn't see Gravity. I, I I no no moral stance. I just didn't get around to it. Yeah. Yeah, but the, he prefers that movie over because, like, at least he says that you know Gravity could be told more more realistically. Yeah. Right. Than uh, than uh, Interstellar was, but Interstellar is like at least it took you to further, you know, explore, exploring space kind of thing situation. And it was that. so creative. It is so. Yeah. Oh man! Oh, I have a quick. Que- I have a question for you guys because um, you're Canadian. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of like a, I'm a Johnny Come Lately, and I think this is kind of big state in, in, in the states. Uh, Trailer Park Boys, are you fans? Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah, man. 
I, until that came on our and like we got it on Netflix down here. A friend of mine, maybe three or four years ago, I I never heard of it. I had no idea how that was like such a globally popular thing until it went on Netflix. The, the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I fucking love it so much. Yeah, man, it's really good. I, I think um, hardcore fans will try to find like I, I think in any before Netflix, people were trying to download it as much as they could. Yeah, it has like this it's cult following, but. Yeah. Did you see they made a whole new season on Netflix and they're making another season in a movie? Yeah. Yeah. And we it was already, good. Already had that season, I think. I think you guys are getting that season too right now. Oh, yeah. I don't, I wish, why our countries are so close to each other, but why do we have to have all these weird, like, little thing, like, subtle differences, especially with media stuff? Like, like your Netflix is different than ours Netflix? Yeah, I think it's because, know, uh, yeah. you know, we, we have, like, CR, we have, like, certain Canadian laws here. Yeah, certain laws that you can't show certain things or certain kind of rights that you got to buy and stuff like that. Yeah, copyright. It's all like licenses. And I, when I was in Canada oh, last, yeah. I had to go to like Google.ca, uh, not Google.com. Yeah. Just, ooh. Like uh, with so the Super Bowl. Specific? Like with the Super Bowl, right? We don't get all the uh, all the commercials. We got to see it the next day after. Really? All we get is like, yeah, we get all the Canadian versions and Canadian uh, Canadian content. Because exactly. Content, yeah. Because there's a, sp- a certain percentage of Canadian content that we're supposed to have and supposed to see, especially like with commercials and everything. So all these cool commercials and everything, like I said, we we see the day after. Does that matter anymore now because of YouTube and stuff like that? Yeah, we don't. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, now it doesn't matter. Yeah. Really. Like people who watch football are gonna watch football anyways, and people are gonna watch commercials are gonna usually watch the next yeah. day anyways. Are you guys wa- do you guys watch the Super Bowl? I actually I don't watch it at all. Yeah, I watch uh, it. Yeah, we watch it. Yeah. yeah, it's like just to go get drunk and watch something. It's yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> um, I, I I like to do research, and I wasn't able to watch your show beforehand. But from what I read about your thing, um, wait, it's called Wasted, and um, and what the preview I watched, it, is it wrong that it, to say that I just uh, to me like watching your pre the pre the the preview. I'm gonna guess you've heard this before, but it kind of reminded me of it was like beer fest dudes and Shaun of the Dead had a baby. Pretty much. Oh, that's, oh yeah, that's not bad. That's pretty. Good I mean problem. that as a compliment because those are two yeah. things I fucking love with all of my heart and soul. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> I got. I can always remember beer fest when the guy wakes up and he's like, "Oh no, not again!" And he's like, "They can't even the deer." <laughs> <laughs> not again! And he runs away. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! I, more often than not, I'll just be like, "Do you want a Z job?" Like, what's a Z job? You can't afford it. <laughs> you don't know what it is. You can't afford it. <laughs> but I, I was telling Steve before you came on. Um, I'm blown away by your production quality. Like, you guys are like, this is like a big this this is like a big fucking deal for you guys are on right now. Like, you guys made a movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, we made a short. Yeah. So let's. I guess we should for people listening. Like, um, how did you guys meet? How did you get together? Like. Is, how long have you guys been going at this for a while? Oh, well, we've been a... working together for like what? Is it over ten years now? Close, close to yeah, yeah, close no, to I... ten years. Yeah. yeah, you guys all work in the industry in some facet, or like are film students. I know uh, myself. I'm an actor and also writer, and I've done uh, done a bunch of shorts and indie features, and I'm also and and stuff like that. Sid is also is a writer director, and he's worked on uh, commercials and other films as well. Mostly on the technical side, and also has no, done some acting awesome. as well. But yeah, but there's a mostly in the uh, indie field. We're mostly pro, uh, prominent there. So yeah, so, yeah, mostly de- on the indie side. 
Yeah, non non union members like uh, short films here and there, or independent films or horror films like that's shot locally. We probably be in those. That's really cool because they film a lot of stuff in Toronto, don't they? Yeah, it? yeah. Trust me, should done here. It's cheap. <laughs> Pretty much. Which actually helps. Yeah. Sorry, which actually helps our uh, kind of stories because it's like a uh, lot of makeup artists, a lot of uh, um, what do you call it. Actors and uh, production guys who are want to get into the field and they you know they just hang around to do something right, and it always helps their demo reels when they have something accomplished. So it always helps us out e- easier too. Especially makeup artists, like there's a huge all this good things like there's a huge like uh, popular zombie community in Toronto and a horror com- horror community as well. So the fact that and like anything horror or anything that has to do with makeup, that's got to be crisp, right? That's got to be on point for sure. Because oh, if you're yeah. gonna do, yeah, if you're gonna do something with zombies, if you're gonna do something with horror or anything that requires blood or effects, it's gotta be, it's gotta be primo. And if you don't have that, it's, it's gonna be shit. And that's Absolutely. gonna take away from everything. That's also like going with the production value too. Like you gotta, like people will say like, oh, it's content, content is king. Like as long as you have good content, but it's gotta look pretty as well. Like nobody oh, yeah, wants, well, yeah. Now we've gone past the days of like make having something look shitty and raw. Like, you can have our phones shoot in 4K now. You have yeah. no excuse, to be honest. Well, we're spoiled, right? Because yeah. I don't want to watch something that shitty. Just Exactly, yeah. Content is everything, but obviously if it looks like crap, it's not going to work. Yeah, people will get sure, turned yeah. off right away, yeah. So first impressions still count. Oh, yeah. You, so how did you guys, like, meet and, like, get started working together? Like, are you guys are all, like, were you all friends first and then started working together or vice versa? Yeah, uh, yeah. Me and uh, Steve met through like our family and stuff, and then I realized I was the filmmaker and he was the filmmaker uh, actor, and then we got together from there. And then uh, my other buddies and stuff went to like film school together, and we started making short films there. And then Steve came along, and then we started working together a lot more. We blossomed. We yes. blossomed. <laughs> yeah. And oh, we what? <laughs> so your website was what? Comedy Coop. CBC. What is that? Is that like a TV station in Canada? Well, yeah, CBC is like the national station. It's a publicly uh, funded. Is it right, Sid? Something like that? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, ta- yeah, whatever. It's got a government run almost kind of thing. So they were holding a, this, uh, like a contest uh, with a comedy coup. And the contest was that they get filmmakers and production houses all over Canada to come up with a new comedy pitch idea. So in 2015, you will get a primetime slot or a primetime special about your show. And each week for like a matter of 10 weeks is a voting period. And a lot of projects go on. They get voted, voted through. A lot get voted off. And in the end, one project gets a primetime special. We were one of it. We went second to last voting. Didn't go all the way through. But in the meantime, we had to put in a lot of work in those 10 weeks and get a lot of exposure which we have, and that's and Comedy Coop is where the main hub of where all the projects are and all the videos and everything is is at. It acts as like an accelerator, kind of like your own personal website in a way. Mm. And that's yeah, and through Comedy Coop, uh, this accelerator program, as I said, we got a lot of exposure and just got to keep on going. We can't stop now. No, that I'm, yeah. I, I'm like blown away. Like I got to talk to filmmakers. This is amazing. Yeah, like, like it's, yeah. In a, yeah, in a way, it's like a, it's a really good tool. Like we were talking to uh, 
one of the the organizers for Comedy Coop and even the CBC guys, and they knew they knew about us right away because of all the press and everything we'd be getting, and That's all crazy. like the, the attention. And it's like yeah, and it's it's democratic in that it is through a voting period, and it is through votes. So then, so it's fair in in that sense. But as they said, and as I said, is the exposure that counts, and they recognize that, and it really helps you out. Just say like. Like even with you and your podcast, or even with anything, if anybody creative wants to do something, like I know with us, like with Wasted, we this idea was formed like two years ago, and we were taking, and we were talking to each other, like, what do we do? What should we do this? Who do we cater this to? Who do we cater that to? What are the jokes for this person? Are the jokes for okay for these people and all this other shit? But in these ten weeks, we got to think fast, and every week we got to put challenges and everything. And it really helped us. It helped us in the fact that it got us really far, as opposed to if this wasn't there, it would take us like how many years just figuring shit out. That's amazing. So they kind of almost like forced your hand in just to doing shit. Pretty much, yeah. We're not procrastinating too much on one idea. We had to do multiple stuff at one time. That, dude, that is so fucking cool. So now, do you guys like have day jobs, or are you able to like make a living off the indie world? Oh, it's no, man. It's we, just, dude, we, we need day jobs. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we definitely need a day Me job. too, I have a day job. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> that, that happens. But, yes. no, I mean, that, but, so how, do, how do you guys balance, like, your time of, like... Because your production quality was outrageous. Like, it looked like a movie. Oh, like, thanks, it was... Thanks. You shot, you shot off guns. I know that shit usually... Like, in television, that's always notoriously very expensive. But I, I'm guessing things have since changed. Uh, yeah, we, well, that was like uh, visual effects, but we did have guns on set. But like, it's we had like a uh, a person who was responsible for it on set too. Yeah, we had guns, uh, and you know, yeah. we just well, you know, they were they were shipping guns all over Canada, so we just borrowed some. So. Yeah, I think they're coming from us. I think we're just giving them to you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. We just well, yeah. I you're think you guys over too much of it. You're like, ah, you know, just take this. Don't worry about it. Uh, We've got so <laughs> many. We're like, can someone else just take these off our hands? I know. Please. Jeez, like, come on, okay, no more killing. Let us borrow it for film. Okay. Yes. I think you guys are bartering it, basically. You know, we don't have enough maple syrup. Here, take some guns. Yeah. <laughs> take some bacon, take some maple syrup. Take oh, some I, I, I like both of those things you just said. I would totally do that. Take some Angus beef. Ooh, take it off. yeah. God, your country's awesome. <laughs> are, you guys all in, are you guys all in Toronto, or are you guys, like, in the burbs? Yeah, mostly in Toronto. Uh, Mostly, some of us in Burbs, some of us in Toronto, yeah. Now, I, I I don't know what it's called, but I remember I listened to this interview with um, one of the members of the band Silverstein. They're from Canada, and like they get like a grant because their music. Because if you're the Canadian government gives certain artists grants to pursue the arts to help Canada, I don't yeah, know. What, what they do is like they, that's also a competition kind of thing, but like it's more like uh, uh, what they do is like they have to. Uh, not only pitch, they got to make a portfolio of what they're doing, like say if it's a music video or a song or something, and then they take that. Uh, there's several kind of grants like that. There's a video grant, like uh, there's a channel called Bravo Fact. They give a grant too, to like five people or five groups who want to do something. But in, in order to get that, you have to go through like you know 200, 300, uh, you know, emissions or something like that. Oh my and god! All this paperwork and all this other shit. I'm like, yeah. yo, just give us some money, man. What the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, they do more, you know. Because they want to know where the money's going and how you're going to use it and stuff like that, rather than you know just give you money and go and shoot. So they want to know uh, like if there's a proper 
a producer is going to be on set or, you know, like if you're going to use guns, is there going to be a gun wrangler? Like, you know, it's certain things they want to follow that, you know, doesn't come back and bite them in the ass for giving some people money to go and do something. That would never happen in this country. I just hope you know, like our government would never, ever give someone money to make art. That <laughs> just, it's just such a not, I think that's amazing that your Canada does that, but like, that just would never happen here. In fact, that's usually the first thing they're trying to cut. <laughs> I know that's true. Yeah, yeah. You got, I think uh, America, you have to go to like certain communities to do it. Right? I think communities get together more than the government, right? I think uh, it, it's private money or it's yeah, your community exactly, yeah. or like, yeah, it's all like, I, unless I'm wrong, unless someone can is listening to this can, in America and can tell me different. But to my understanding, anyone I know involved in the arts is out of their own pocket. Their parents are like, you have to get like funding from like, if you wanted to make a movie, you're you, you're fine. There's no, there's no. Uh, State government back funded by any means. There's no oh, art. Yeah. private. Know, yeah. But you know what you guys have more than us maybe is that uh, it's easy. Like what? Because what? What? You know how Evil Dead was made, right? Like the how uh, Ted Raimi and I'm oh, sorry, is it Ted Raimi? Sam Raimi. Sam, Sam right. Raimi. Yeah, I just heard him on a podcast. What like a cool how, fucking dude. Yeah. Oh, totally, like what, yeah. What they did was go to doctors and dentists and like you know they shot a little scene and they went and asked them for a couple of money to make the film, even though the film budget was pretty low for that movie. For them, it was probably pretty high when they were back then. But the thing is, like, doctors, because here, you know, uh, doctors don't get paid as much. They do get paid, but not as great as uh, in America, right? So they have, like, time to spend, you know, their money anywhere. They could invest on anything, right? So they always have, like, $1,000, $2,000 just hanging around. So you go and ask a doctor, you say, yo, you, you want to help us invest in this and just promise a return or something or, you know. Yeah. They'll more likely give it to you, right? Because, like, what they, what, like, besides, going to, you know, like surgeons, they probably up like work like what not even twenty hours a day or something. They go for like an hour surgery and then they make their money and then go to the golf course that night or something, you know? Yeah. They're not going to strip club or something. Yeah. Trust me, man. That's the thing though. It's so hard to get, right? Like, and obviously backing up, uh, you know, pharmaceutical companies and stuff, telling them to you know pitch their product and stuff and get some money from that. So they have all this money. So, but that's the thing too. You need trust from, and the way you have to pitch. It's all about pitching and, you know motivating other people to give you money to do it like yeah. it's kind of you know it's kind of like being a scam artist but you're doing it for good so are you guys are at that stage now where like i think steve was before you came on like you guys are made a short and now like you're trying to get into film festivals like so what's that process like Liz? you're like this is like the like you know this is like a really cool moment in your life where things can go one way or the other oh totally yeah yeah we're just trying to get as much as stuff we're done as possible and then um, look up festivals that you know cater to us. Yeah, that's the and, thing too. Like if if uh, any okay, if any uh, like filmmakers or whatever like listening to us, you don't just put out to every festival out there. Oh like, no, you gotta be no. So you, that, see, that's cool. I don't know this stuff, and that's actually really interesting. So like, well, unless you're like, well, unless you have a lot of money. Yeah. yeah, unless you have a lot of money, because each festival does cost money to put your film in there. Oh wow! So, yeah, and some, also for. Yeah, watch yeah. out for some festivals with their scam artists too. You gotta research your festivals as well. Exactly. Some festivals can like charge you and and be just utter shit and be just nothing. So you gotta like look at some cities and really do some research on these festivals and see uh, which are really asking for money that just want money and do nothing, or some are really legit. And don't and if you're first time starting, don't go to for the big ones like Sundance and whatever. Like those kind. Yeah, you're like. Unless you got like serious pull, like no, start out small, legit. Yeah, small. Like, yeah, no, yeah, I don't know, like if it's not like any the major company or any producer that worked in Hollywood or any 
you know, legit names behind your film, uh, try to go and get it to festivals like that, it's going to be hard. At least you, the only way you can get it through a festival like as big as Toronto Film Festival or Sundance is if you go to like smaller festivals and get a big buzz going. Uh, That's the only way you can get it there. Like, uh, like Clerks or, um, El Mariachi, those those films got buzzes before they went to the big festivals. Yeah. What festivals do, are you guys looking into? If you can say that. If you can't say that, I don't want to get you in trouble or anything. But, like, like what – in your situation for, like, uh, is, is your movie short about the – is it wasted? It's, like, the zombies and you guys are all getting fucked up at the same time kind of stuff? Exactly. We're looking for, like, maybe comedy festivals or horror festivals, obviously. But uh, – yeah. Anything that associates with those two. Uh, Any genre festivals, mostly. Yeah. And also specific cities as well, like Austin or Seattle or, like, anything, like, that's really, like, genre heavy. I know Austin had, uh, Richard Linklater, I think he started the Austin Film Festival. Uh, I just heard him talking today. Rhode Island has a film festival. I don't know if it would be right for you guys by any means. I've only went to it once. Which oh, I didn't cool. know that film festivals are like that popular. I think it's really cool. I wish there'd be more of them. It's, it's actually, actually like like you said, like you said, you need art in your community. It's more like that. Like you know, I think people when they associate with films, like you, a lot of people probably go and check out a film and you know go to an art show maybe because you know two like two hours you know going with friends or something watching a film and then get the creative uh, mojo going. I guess. It's easier than getting, you know, people to come to, like, to the ROM or, uh, oh, yeah. like, you know, to a and stuff, right? It's just, you know, people prefer to go and be entertained than to go and, you know, research or read or something. Fuck reading. Now, how, how do you guys uh, use, so, like, now, like, with the internet now, like, film, do you think that film uh, festivals are more important than ever? Oh, totally, yeah. Like, you can... Uh, you can even submit to places in uh, in London and in Europe and even uh, was a what, what do you call it? what's that place Asia yeah that's it places oh yeah that Asia. place <laughs> yeah yeah that place Africa Asia like anywhere you think your film can play and is suited for like you can even you can send it there and and now like for, you can use uh, without a box you can use you can uh, there are some other like uh, screener sites you can uh, use to like send your film. You can now you can like digitally send your film and they'll play it. So it's there's so many ways. Like, like it's it's very easily accessible now to like get your film out there, get your buzz out there, and and just interact and talk to people. Even if you do submit to uh, some film festivals and you don't get in, you can also like have a rapport with like the festival organizers as well, and say oh, you, yeah. okay, if you don't get uh, in this year, then next year you might get in. Or but you gotta build like you got to talk to them, and you can also, like, int- interact. It's so easy now, too. And it's easier now. The internet's actually even better because you go to, like, say that your movie's not popular here or, you know, North America doesn't like the taste you have. But, like, maybe in Asia, they love it. Or, like, you know, it's their, their, you know some movies that come out of uh, Japan is crazier than any other films I saw anywhere else. Or, uh, you know, somewhere in Eng- uh, like Europe, they, they probably dig the way we do our, you know, the shots or the so- the storytelling that we uh, we make, they, they might prefer better, and then you might get you know popular there, and then people might hear think, oh my god, this movie's popular there, what are we missing, and then watch it here. I think that happened to like uh, several films. I think Taken was opened up in uh, Europe first, and yeah. it got really popular, and then they're like America's like, why why didn't we open up here first? And then they open like, and came here, and then it you know, was, like, number one movie for a while, right? Yeah, Taken is the best example, because I remember, like, getting, or watching Taken, 
I won't say how, but way before it, <laughs> <laughs> it way legally, before it even he was watching it, it legally. Way before <laughs> it even uh, came here legally. But it's that movie has been out for like eight months before it came to like stateside. Exactly. No fucking way! I didn't know that. Yeah, I, like totally. It, it was it was such a it's European film, and it was like that that actually like you know we created Liam Neeson's career anyways, but it was such a you know the way it was shot and stuff, but. The people probably thought America's not going to appreciate it until it got popular there. You know, another big story once is like Backstreet Boys. They got popular in Europe before they came back to America. And they're all like, you know, they, they thought they could do, they could be like new kids in the block. They were, but they were popular in, in another country. Yeah. Before America's like, oh, you know what? These guys are from, you know, you should listen to them more. It's, it's always, it works that, it's weird like that kind of, right? But it actually helps for film and music that way too. Like another country could dig your style more than your own. Oh my god, my cousin's in a metal band from the States, and they're gigantic all over the world, and then just like, eh, here, but they can make a career out of it. That's the thing, like, you know, the thing about, like, local stuff is, like, unless you're really, really big, people don't appreciate you as much, right? Like, they, they think, oh, you're just another guy who's trying to make a film. Then when you, like, send it farther away, and the people, like, you know, say someone like Finland, and they'll love your stuff, then they'll come around saying, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, these guys are great. But it just takes some time. It's just weird that that. It, it's it, funny it, because uh, even like if you look at like with us with wasted, it's like all the podcasts we were doing prior, it's all stateside, and it's all like outside of Canada. And we when when I mentioned we we were talking when we were talking to the comedy coup organ the CBC people, and we told them yeah we got all this uh, podcast and this press from out, outside even from England and all these things. And they're like oh really like holy shit right like you can. You can tell in their faces, they're like, whoa, they were blown away. And we got the most from anybody. And hardly, like, two or three, four most was in Toronto. Everything else is all outside of Canada. It's just so, it's so totally weird. And they were actually hesitant to have us on their show in, in the local Toronto area because, you know, they weren't sure what, you know, we were and stuff. Or, like, if they could put us on or if we, if we were, like, you know, serious about our stuff but then like as soon as you got all these podcasts out on the state side you know then uh and our, and our buzz got higher and higher and, uh, and i guess our what's it called we're trending a lot more than a lot of people they're like yeah we should get these guys on so it, it's just weird like that i guess i guess you, you got to create popularity outside of your uh town and or country and then you know that's when people started appreciating you and getting you on to their shows and stuff but that's like how Jim. That's also like how Jim Carrey got popular too, right? And all these other Canadian stars, or people like stars who are from like Canada, Mike Myers, Jim Carrey, they all went down south. Uh, oh, true. Oh. Uh, Rick Moranis. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's Michaels. Yeah. I mean, all of all of all of SCTV basically. Yeah, they got popular. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they got popular afterwards when they went downtown. Yeah, yeah, they're all in like Edmonton, right? Is that where they? Oh, God, no, Eugene Levy. Yeah, they're all like, a Tor Toronto based, but like th there was a following here, but it's not as big as like when you go down there. Yeah, there was yeah. a big. There seems to be this big like gap, um, like connection of the Chicago comedy scene and, and Toronto. Oh yeah, like, totally. So like everyone, everyone I've ever listened to, like so I'm like, uh, I guess you would they call I guess like. Fair to say, a comedy nerd and also a podcast nerd. So everyone who's ever done comedy and that goes on a comedy podcast that I like, I've listened to. Um, but so many of the Chicago guys, the old times, like the Belushi and all those people, they all talk about like how they are, or like Mike Myers. It was like 
they would do like Second City and then Second City Toronto. Yeah. And then yeah. go to LA or vice versa. Like there was always so much in Toronto's always always been like this hub city that I don't know why, but it doesn't I don't know if it gets as much attention as it really truly deserves, but everything comes out of there. Oh yeah, yeah. Like even well, with a yeah, yeah like, compared to like states or something, Toronto's like New York basically. It's uh, yeah, where people come just to to make it, and then you know, and then go and elsewhere. Then go and, exactly. But you know, that's funny thing about comedy because like I, I'm, I'm recently watching a lot of UK uh, because UK comes out with some great shows and stuff. Their panel shows you got to watch some of their panel shows. They're, if you like comedy, you, you got to watch some of their panel shows because they they swear and stuff and they. You know how the you know how the roast there's like roast every year at the comedy network or something they have like once yeah. a year. These guys basically make fun of people on the panel every day. They don't they're not yeah. wait for a roast. These guys like British humor is just like you watch oh, the so different. Extra. Yeah, they just they, they they'll like, you know light you up. They don't care who you are. They they make fun of everything. And uh, I think uh, back to getting my point is that I've seen a lot of Canadian American uh, co- comedians that live there, and you know I'm like, oh, how come this guy doesn't have an accent? He's like, apparently that's where his comedy works. Yeah. And, like you know he uses his comedy of American life in UK, and he lives there, and then it's just funny to watch. I'm like, okay, I guess like why 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 couldn't they get like a job here? But I, I guess when you go where it works. Yeah, that's interesting. Now, do you, do you guys have you got to travel with your work yet? Uh, well, in terms of like gigs or like, have you ever taken your work and shown it around at all? Oh no, we we, we don't. No, not you yet. Know, other projects maybe, but not this. Yeah. Not we. Not, not, not this one. Yeah. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. We got yeah, people I, to do that. Yeah. We got underlings. You got to do people. That. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, film is so different than music because like a film, like you don't have to be there. Like That's a band, true, yeah. yeah, a band tours, and a filmmaker tends to make the film, and then usually the actors are the one who has to get out in front of it and do all that crap. Yeah, but that's mostly like bigger. That's all studio films. Like with indies, yeah, with indies, like it's mostly is 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 the opposite with indies because then all the producers and directors go out mostly, and the actors like, are just yeah. all moving from project to project. But the thing about film is that you get quicker reaction than you do in a concert. Like, uh, like you go to a concert and the guy could be singing, and then half the people are already drunk, and they'd be just, you know, into the music. It doesn't matter if the guy misses a line or anything, long as like, you know, long as that atmosphere is the same. Where in a movie, if a line doesn't work and no one's laughing, or you know, redo, you not sorry. It's just like you're like you, you could cringe. You don't want to be there anymore. I thought you said something really interesting. So, like, when you, I think uh, you guys are genius, and I, I was telling Steve this before you come on too. Um, I had a uh, a comedian on who's also, I think, is just so smart. Like, you have to, if you're out there and you have a project or you're trying to get something out there, why would you not go on every podcast possible? But when you guys said that that actually helped you, that made me so happy and feel so validated in the podcast. And I, but I think that's like the best advice if you're a musician, an artist, or anyone who's out there, like. Get on every fuck. Go on Twitter and get on every podcast you can get on, and then like, exactly. I, I can't believe that helped you. That makes me see, feel so fucking happy. I didn't even have anything to do with that, but it just makes me feel happy that podcasting is being respected as that form of a medium. Finally, well, I, I you know, think it, like what also like helped with with wasted is that like also getting on every podcast is that wasted is a it's a what's the word? I'm it, it's a um, combination of many things. Like it's it's a zombie show, yeah, but it's also it's also like a comedy show. It also deals with like people, 
most like uh, our generation of our age group, it also deal with uh, geek stuff and film stuff and music and all these things. And it's all these different uh, interests and all these different uh, backgrounds that are coming coming together into the show. And into, you guys are like, unstoppable. Yeah, but the, th- the great thing about podcasts is the interaction is always seems more real, right? Like you, like you can yeah. be going to a thing and show, and then you know they have a certain limit. Like okay, you have five minutes, you got to promote your stuff, ask two questions, and get out of here or something, right? Where podcasts like right now we could talk for an hour about we talked about Interstellar and shit for like twenty minutes yeah. before we talked about thing, right? So at least we get to know each other, uh, like where you're coming from or where we're coming from. Like okay, maybe if I didn't like Interstellar, I could probably you know you know kind of think what, what kind of films you might like or what kind of, you know, personality you might have. But then at least we get to, you know, shit to shit, go back and forth on things. And then it's more, it's more relaxed, it's more comfortable, and it actually helps you to understand, you know, that our movie, our, our project is not just a project. Like, we, people are behind it. Like, you know, regular people who make, who want to make films, you know, to show and to entertain people, you know, not to make fun of them, it's just to entertain people. Is it's great. Like podcasts, I think it's ten times better than any kind of. Obviously, it won't be as better than certain interviews because you know, uh, like say if we are on Today Show or something, a lot more people are going to be watching. But at least podcasts, it's more real. I think. Yeah, well, the people who watch the Today Show, I don't think are the audience that like talk with their dollars like how they used to be. Like I think that's changing. Like I feel like old people watch the Today Show and young people who would go see a comedy zombie movie about a bunch of guys who do drugs yeah, yeah, exactly. pod- like yeah Dude, if i listen to a podcast i feel connected to the person and i'm 10 times more likely to invest my uh money into whatever they're doing and exactly. i bought totally, books yeah. i've gone to see movies like i like even just because i'm interviewing now i feel connected to your work i'm like gonna follow your we're total followers i'm like you know what i mean yeah, you gain exactly, supporters yeah. one by one by one exactly um, yeah now, you guys are on a podcast from fucking Finland, is that right? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. That's where, uh, that's that's where so cool. uh, we came up with the, ha- with the hashtag, uh, cockblocking spinner. <laughs> <laughs> How did you guys manage that? Again, it's all through Twitter. It's like, uh, I found these guys. Uh, yeah, I think so, yeah. People were like, reckon, like, like that. I think the course of that month where we were in the competition, our stuff was getting out there faster than anything else. So Wow. And you guys really were smart and just, like, did it. Like, Well, I think you guys, you know, you know the whole, like, uh, strike where the iron's hot. Because I'm like, I'm on your site now. Like, you guys are on, like, TV shows, Toronto Star, like, yeah, every, everything. But, like, you're... But I I I can't even press I can't even express this enough for someone who else wants to do this kind of work. Put in the fucking PR work like it is so yeah, important. It's true. Yeah, especially podcasting you can do from your home. And and also the thing is like with Twitter is like we were talking about Twitter is like uh, as I was telling telling you like before uh, Twitter is like what the hell is this like I'm, before I wasn't like really into it but then with this accelerator and with wasted I've come to learn like the benefits of Twitter like. It's it's really the best icebreaker. Well, Twitter, it could be, it's, it's all about how you use it. There, there's people who could use it for stupidness, but then there's the way, you know, like for promoting, it's the best way tool. Yeah. But if you just want to put stuff out there to be stupid, then... And there's also how, like, you, you and I got connected, too. Is like You just made a post, I made a comment, I made a tweet back, and it's also a good way of discussing, uh, discussing and also talking to each other, too. And you do find oh, yeah. like-minded people, and, like, with the guys from Finland, all really cool guys. Uh, we're not here to uh, please you. That podcast, check it out. 
It's, yeah, absolutely. I, it's, please, uh, I, I, I'm going to go download that next. And oh, uh, we have a mutual friend too because you guys did. Adrian and Atlas had issues. Yeah. I met him, uh, Adrian, same thing on Twitter. He had me on his show, and I just interviewed him on Sunday, and he had nothing but nice thing to say about nothing but nice things to say about you guys. Oh, sick, cool. Yeah, they're it's, wicked guys. Yeah, and we came on. Yeah, we just right. talked uh, after we uh, talked about Wasted. We just talked all, everything about the comic books and. And and just went f- uh, free uh, free flowing from there. And as long as you, there's so many the things. Um, I, I would say going b- uh, with wasted is that there were, there's so many like personalities to it. Is that we can? The, I think the one benefit for us is that we can get on almost any podcast and go with it, and also yeah. talk about it. like Adrian Atlas are mostly comic books, right? That's yeah, primarily it. But we got up because our show has a lot of comic book elements into it. We can bring that in and also talk about it. And say that if we want to talk about music, music plays a big part to Wasted too, because it's all the personalities of the characters. And we can get on a music-themed podcast and talk about music as well. It's not just about zombies and getting high and drunk. It's all these other things. But also, it's like if you got something to say... And you got personality, and you got like all these interests. Like, yeah, get on all these podcasts and promote your stuff. It's the best way. Oh, it's great. Uh, speaking of uh, Twitter, though, I think um, we were talking because we were both obsessive. We both, I think, we realized we're both friend, fans of Friends and The Simpsons. So I was yeah, like, right, yeah, these, yeah, yeah, these guys are gonna be all right. Have you? <laughs> are you also, um, Sid? Are you also the Friends fan, or is that just Steve? Uh, I'm, I, well, I won't say a fan, but I watch all the episodes of Friends. So that I sounds guess, like uh, fandom. I mean, if you want, yeah. I, I have to say, Friends is definitely a show I watched in reruns, and I, I definitely didn't think I really liked it. And then now that they're all on, on, at least in the states, they're all on Netflix. My wife and I have just been plowing through them. Because like, yeah, I, what happened is like I always waited for Seinfeld, so the the, the Thursday lineup I always used to watch like on um, I guess Thursday, yeah. The comedy stuff, right? It was like Friends. Yeah, yeah, must see TV. Mad about you, <laughs> Friends, Seinfeld. Seinfeld's still like my fucking holy grail of comedy. I yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. I was always waiting for Seinfeld to come on, so you know, Friends always kept me at least. And then there's they put like a show in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it funny when that actually mattered? Yeah, I know. That, I know. <laughs> the way you talk about television—that's I mean—that's not even that long ago, but that sounds so ancient to me to be like, "Oh, I wanted to watch Seinfeld, so I watched Friends first, so I could yeah. eat the lead." And like, I was like, "I'm like, yeah," but now I just go on my computer or my television and I uh, hit a button and I watch Friends, or because Seinfeld has some episodes on Crackle, so I watch those for free on there. Yeah, uh, yeah but, exactly. oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Are you guys watching comedians in cars getting coffee? Was it, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I watched like a bit. What's here and there? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I've been, I'm, you know, I have this kind of weird realization that like Jerry Seinfeld is now showing me YouTube stars, because like there he had a YouTube star on there I never even heard of, and I'm like, wow, Jerry Seinfeld, like the guy who could sit here and rail and saw all this new media, like the dude gets it. He's got a web series and he's he, he does, he's, yeah. Dude gets it. Like that's a man who just fucking loves comedy. I love it. And and he brought one of them to a Fallon show, right? Like recently. Yeah, the same girl, Miranda Sings. I never heard of yeah, her. I'm like, same thing. Yeah, like who? Who the hell is this girl? Yeah, I like. If anyone should hate YouTube stars, it should be Jerry Seinfeld. But then Jerry Seinfeld, like, imagine being like a kid who starts something on YouTube and then Jerry Seinfeld is your friend. I know. Shit, I just fucking lose it. Jerry, get at us, man. Come on. 
Yeah, so Jerry, I know you're listening. Yeah, yeah. Watch Wasted. Judd Apatow did the same thing with a comedian as well. It's some young comedian. He brought him on and he had a show on MTV for a while. Oh wow! Judd's really he's like the he's the one who helps Lena Dunham get girls. Like he um exactly yeah he he backed it as a producer. But I and I I like I I actually really respect your appetite. I read this great thing about him. he had a lot of great mentors of like Roseanne Barr and Gary Shandling who just kind of like took him under the wing and like this is how you do this this and that and it's your job to find the next young generation and to them show them this world. I'm like that's fucking great. Um, but so you guys are also both big Simpsons fans. Uh, yeah. I like to refer to the Simpsons like the what is it? Seasons like one to yes. ten are the good years. Yeah, yeah, the one to ten, same thing, one to ten. Maybe eleven, I don't know, but yeah. Oh my god, I love him. I love that. I there's like Sim. Have you noticed there's like Simpsons podcast where people just like watch an episode and talk about it. I know it's like it, yeah. It blows, I'm gonna be surprised. <laughs> there was yeah. It just blows my mind it's that like good. we like we were there from the get go. You know what I mean? Like when you hear your like maybe your parents talk about some shows or music, and you're like, oh wow, yeah. that's pretty cool. But now it's like we when we talk about The Simpsons, and I wonder like some kids listening to us is like, oh really? Like you saw it from the beginning? Like uh, it's a, it's a strange feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it never ended. Because I'm 30, so like that show aired in what 86? Yeah. No, 89, 89. So I was like yeah. four, and I think I watched it like my my dad and my brother, and I think my dad remembers it from like the Tracy Allman show. Yeah. So it, it, yeah. it's such an odd thing. And then and she wanted to get rid of it. Eh? Yeah, she hated it. Yeah, yeah, it's funny about that. <laughs> That's how she saved her show, almost. Yeah, lawyers, her face blue, or whatever, however that saying is. Yes, got so much. Yeah, she could have got money out of that too. I guess. Yeah. I know. I know. Oh my yeah. god. That's amazing. <laughs> it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. Oh, it, well, it, it's don't, my, don't, exactly. Don't 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 think other people's art snap or other people's work as minor it could be. It's not as bad, you know. They they could make it in the, on their own, like Family Guy. Look at that. It, it, I know. Back, Futurama, same situation. Oh, I love Futurama. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm staring at my light, uh, my uh, Bender action figure across. Oh the room. shit! <laughs> no, I, I fucking love Futurama. Um. So, like, how do you guys handle criticism, though? Is that hard? Fuck them. That's fair. <laughs> I like that answer a lot. Well, but you, it's always it's always insi- it's always insightful when when uh, like obviously when people say something stupid like oh I don't like uh, this guy's certain criticism are okay maybe like maybe certain joke like why did you say that or what's the meaning behind it we could explain you know if it's uh, intelligent you know uh, criticism like something that we could explain or something like you know yeah it's uh, hard to find like that one proper conversation one. about it if they just say you know, I hate this guy for hating him it, it makes no sense or I hate the show because it has weed in it I'm like yeah okay so, that's why probably why I would love a show more i I like that one of the things I love about Chandler Park boys it's like it just it it's unlike anything I never saw before, and they actually just drink and do drugs and like act like idiots and just they actually show the drinking and the drugging and like I like anything that looks more like reality. Like I hate shows where they talk about doing drugs all the time, like that '70s show or whatever. But they're not. You don't ever actually see it. Like just fucking show Ricky and Bubbles and the gang rolling some joints. Who gives a fuck? That's funny because I was flipping the channel a couple of days ago and I watched. Uh, and then I think uh, what's it called? It was Two and a Half Men where Ashton Kutcher was smoking a joint. I'm like, really? wait, you can 
TV. I'm like, wow, I guess they, they came a long way. I'm like, yeah, before, it was like that round, uh, everybody sits around the camera, and the camera goes to each person, and they look like they're high with smoke in the background. And they never say what it is. They're like, we're having some funny yeah. brownies. Now, I guess, you know, a lot of uh, states are, you know, legalizing it. And yeah, that's, that's the funny thing, too, is like, now, nowadays, like, there's a lot of people where, you know, medical marijuana is like a big talk now. It's a big talk, and a lot of states are legalizing. And a lot of, like, even in Canada, a lot of uh, provinces and counties are legalizing it. So you know, what are the laws up there? Wasn't it legal for a little while, and then it became illegal again? And It's not, no, it's what, what it was, was I think it was possession was uh, not as bad as, like, what you guys had. Like, say someone had yeah. a pound, so they would have probably arrested you there. Here, they didn't care that much. Yeah. But they couldn't really sell it. Uh, there's no dispensary or place like that yet. Still, we don't have that here. Yeah. You could have a certain amount, basically. They because doesn't be Vancouver have, like, Pot Fest and, like, the mayor goes there yeah. every year? Yeah. yeah Vancouver's, they, like... Yeah, Vancouver I know that's has, very far away. Yeah. But, but no, they're, they're a little more... Uh, it's more relaxed over there, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've, never, I've never been that far. I've been, like, I've been to, like, where... I've been to Montreal and I've been to, like, where you guys are, but that's it. There's not, like, yeah, it's not a frowned upon. Everybody knows there's someone's doing it, but it's not as, like, you know, they're not going to come and stop you. Unless yeah, it's, it's not like a taboo thing like back in the day. Like now, now it's yeah. more like that. That's the thing. Like when Sid said about, oh, you use a you use weed and drugs in this. Like fuck you, right? You smoke up too. Don't sh- shut the fuck up. Not even right? that. Like I, I was explaining to everybody else, the number one drama show like the last couple of years was Breaking Bad. What are they doing? Yeah, that? yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> You're rooting for a meth dealer, right? You're I rooting for a guy so- who cooks meth. Yeah, but I really wanted him to get away, and I know it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing, right? You wanted this guy to get away. I but know. The, but the point is, is that the fact is, is that he was cooking meth, and the people and I, we and everybody hated uh, the wife because she was the reasonable one and saying no, what you're doing is wrong. But oh bitch, my god, the amount of sexism with that was beyond me. Like people are like, yeah. Skyler's a fucking cunt. Like her husband is disappearing. They have a baby. Uh, he's lying. Oh yeah, he's dealing drugs and murdering people. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> yeah. she's a bitch. I'm like I don't know, man. I I kind of feel for her. Yeah, that's the thing. That's well, in reality, if that really happened, yeah, you you, you know, everybody's like, yeah, he did a bad thing. Like the neighbors would turn against him. Like you won't know the dramatic side of it. All you know is that this guy's you know made meth and killed people. Yeah. This thing, like, Breaking Bad, it was to show why he had to do it and why he went, you know, crazy. Oh, he destroys he... poor Jesse's life. Sure, yeah, you know, it's funny. Yeah, that Jesse started out to be a bad one. Then it turns out Jesse's the uh, the most innocent person in that whole story. I know. Yeah. Well, uh, the most heartbreak, too. If you think about it, like, even Scott, Scott what's his name, uh, uh, break, uh, his wife cheated on him, right? Or close to being. And then she asked uh, a buddy boy, Sal, to come and uh, uh, get the, you know, Intimidate the guy for money and stuff, for boss. Oh, yeah, then he, like, trips yeah. and breaks his neck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was the best part. That was the best So, oh, yeah. Oh, so, man. All he wanted to do was take care of that girl, and then they killed her. He he had the worst. Yeah, you would think. You, when you watch the first season of the show, you would think, guess he's going to die somehow, or... He's going to be the one killing uh, Walter White or something that, you know, you think Jesse's going to be the ultimate bad guy, but no, he turns out to be the most innocent guy throughout the whole show. Even Saul is like, we'll see. The oh, I love Saul. Yeah. He, you, you can tell Saul was like all evil from the start. <laughs> all he cares about him is himself, right? At least Jesse, oh, I know. Tell me that's not even his. I love that law. It's like, you don't need a criminal lawyer. You need a criminal lawyer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Um, so, like, do you guys have, like, uh, a lot of influences? Like, 
are you, like is television as important to you as it is like to me or someone like when you're making what you're making like television and film i mean because television has gotten so fucking good oh, totally yeah i think uh i'm realizing now like most of the shows that are coming out now is like you, you could tell a movie for two hours you could tell you can make a right of movie and keep the audience captivated for two hours or you could write a great story and ca- keep the audience captivated for like you know, t- uh, six episodes or 12 episodes or five seasons, you know, you can make an actual character arc that's even 10 times better than, you know, telling a whole story in two two hours. Oh, that, it, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I love movies, but, like, uh, the right te- – uh, uh, a lot of times all the good movies nowadays are, like, A, they're superhero movies, which I'm fine with, but they're all, like, two or three parts and they try to – they might ruin it. Like, a good TV show, like Breaking Bad – uh, the the top echelon of great shows, Breaking Bad, The Wire, whatever. Begin yeah. and middle end, yeah. it's over, and that's it. Except exactly. well, not Breaking Bad because they're having the spinoff. But still, like, at least The Wire, I think, is the best example of like. Yeah. I think the, that I beginning, think, middle, end. Have, exactly. Even though it's a spinoff, I think it's more about like an individual character, anyways, right? Like even. Yeah, like, it's more. It's about Saul, so it's like. Yeah. It's How funny. Cause, it's, yeah, I, I, from what I read, it's both prequel and sequel. So I guess we'll. I, exactly. Yeah. I, I think they'll do a good job. I, it's interesting, like, you guys are in a tough, not a tough, but you're a different age where, like, you've grown up in the age of the internet and you've consumed so much media and now you're kind of digesting it all and remaking, making it. And, like, audience are so, I, I like, and especially with talking to you guys there, uh, seem like you understand the audiences are smart and, like, we don't need to have every, like, when we were talking about Interstellar, like, I don't need to have every little fucking thing explained to me, like, I'm smart, make exactly. something. Yeah. Make something different, and oh man! Now, are people able to watch your stuff um, soon, or like when? When is all that? Like, how would one non-Canadian resident be able to watch all your shows? Well, mostly we have like uh, promos coming up, and we also have like some special little things for wasted, and it'll all be online, so anybody can watch it and consume it. Uh, and well, we'll send you the site. We'll obviously link the site to you, and then you can put spread it out. As yeah, yeah, I'll pro- I'll do like an intro before the episode, and I'll put all the stuff in there, and I'll promote the shit out of your stuff as well. Uh, oh, cool, awesome, <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah, that's obviously I, I one of the many reasons I love having people on. It's like, hey, you promote me, but like I also like I want to make the show bigger and better, so I can be more of a like a, pr- a promo arm to get more guests. But uh, um, yeah, so it, yeah, it, we're, it, we're, it works both ways. That's the good thing about it, like yeah, with anything, and it's fun. Like oh yeah. I'm in my sweatpants at like nine nine twenty at night, and I'm talking to filmmakers in Canada. So I'm this is like fucking great, and I hope you're also in sweatpants because it's comfort is important. Sweatpants yes. is very important. Yes, it, oh it allows you to breathe. Oh, you, you gotta have room. Yeah, <laughs> yes. exactly. Like, oh, that's so great. The skinny jeans can only go so far. Right? <laughs> oh God. Uh, yeah, no, I don't do the skinny jeans. Uh, no. Yeah, no, I don't either. <laughs> oh, you guys are missing out, man. Oof. Are you in a skinny yeah. jean well, wearer? Actually, is that we're missing out? I've only heard. I've only heard. I've only heard. Yeah. Have you guys ever been recognized for your work out in public? Someone's been like, "Hey, you're the guy from Wasted" or something. Uh, not not as yet, but maybe some people like uh, in our community we have like our like the filming community. People always like, "Oh yeah, I saw like." Uh, yeah. Small count, though, small community. Really. Just people like we know, like, "Oh, I saw you on this uh, thing," or. This promo, but like not anybody outside. Like, yeah, so it's hard really to know. 
general, yeah, general audience to see our stuff. How do you even go about, like, trying to sell a film or, like, how does one, like, how do you even break into the film world? Like, I just still, I don't, I don't understand it. It's hard, man. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like making a, a demo, uh, what's that, a CD, a demo CD and trying to get a, a high producer to, uh, to listen to it. Like, what Eminem did, like, he had to go, like, how many times did he go to Dr. Dre and then give him a tape or, or, like, you know, just, Getting your name out there is pretty hard. Getting it's an interview. Enough, it's, a, it's a network hustle. That's uh, deep down, like, it still goes back to the same thing. You got to hustle and you got to network. Yeah, and your website, you got whatever you guys have. Like your website presents you guys is uh, pretty, pretty big. So it's it's cool. You guys are you're doing it. It's it's wonderful. I, I wish you guys all the best. Uh, thank you uh, so much for doing this. Uh, did I miss anything? Is there like do you want to plug anything else? I just want to make make sure I don't miss anything. Uh. Uh, just nope. uh, the Twitter page at uh, Wasted Show, the uh, Facebook page. You can uh, look for Wasted, uh, facebook.com slash Wasted Show. Basically, you just find, uh, if you type in Wasted, and if you find uh, the skull with the cross blunts, that's us. <laughs> the cross blunts. I never noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is, are you, one last thing. Are you guys a big Kevin Smith fan? Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like. I feel like whatever you guys are making, uh, you, like your 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 audience is waiting to find it, and it's, I I hope big things for you guys, and not like big like fucking blockbuster bullshit, you know, happiness and successful art careers. Yeah, thanks. Well, That's all we're looking for too. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. If you got big blockbuster skills, uh, you know, then yeah, we won't stop go, it. We're gonna go yeah. Transformers level. Cause... Oh god, that last <laughs> movie was so fucking long. But it was so good, though, man. It was, it was not good. It was just it was uh, fun, man. Well, the last, you, it, when I watched that movie, it was so obvious that they're just trying to please the Chinese market. Yeah, exactly. like, absolutely. <laughs> By the way, they're like, okay, this movie's over. Let's do an hour in, in China. Absolutely. Hello, Shanghai. Hello, <laughs> Hong Kong. We came for the Dinobots, and they didn't last that long. I know. Basically, just oh, they were there, then they left. But when they, how they came in, how they rolled in was pretty epic. Come on, you gotta. Can you guys get some Dinobots in your next stuff? Oh, I would love yeah, to. Mike, Michael Bay, yeah. please. Something. He's a he's a good friend. Michael Bay and I hang yeah. out all the time. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll, I'll pass I'll pass on the good word. That, that's like a dream of mine. I would love to be in a Michael Bay film. Oh like, fuck who, yeah! Oh come yeah! On. Obviously, people would love to be in his film. Yeah. Story storyline. I don't know. There is a story. It's a simple story, but there's a story. <laughs> the end of the story started. Did you watch, you watch this thing called Honest Trailers on uh, YouTube? I've heard once or twice. Yeah, it's, uh, when they did the Transformers one, it was it's there. I'm gonna have to go watch that one right now. Um, it's all bullshit. So, okay. <laughs> no, don't yeah. listen. Don't listen to this guy. It's all bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, any like casting directors or people who have any ties to the film industry, hook these dudes up. Um, actually, the guest I just had on works in L.A. He's like in post production, but he's a good friend of mine from college, so I know he listens oh, nice. to the show. Oh, so you cool. have one person from L.A. listening. Yeah. To, to be honest, the only reason I got into film was the movie The Rock. There you go. My parents, I went to watch that with. Uh, they took me in because I was on age at the time. But as soon as I saw that film, I was like, oh man, that's the film I'm kind of. Wait, wanna... wait, Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery. Yeah, yeah man. That's and John a, Spencer, I fucking yeah. love that movie. That it's like awesome. a perfect, like, it's not a bad movie. It's not a good movie. But god damn, do I love it. 
Yeah, that's the time when Mission Impossible came out too, and I I wanted to see that more than that. Even though I appreciate Mission Impossible a little bit more now, but The Rock has like so much good elements. Oh, it made Nicolas Cage a fucking rock star, an action what star is, at that time. Well, what's that great line? It's like, oh, it's like, I'll Shark tra- Connery. Yeah, he's like something in the and the winner goes home and fucks the prom queen. Oh yeah, you're, yeah, you're best. Who's about the best? But winners go home and fuck the prom queen. <laughs> oh, Sean Connery's here! Holy shit, man! And, then he says, "Then Nicholas says, Carla was the prom queen." Well, well then. Holy shit, Sean! Sean, you, you, Sean, you, you came out of retirement. Holy shit! Yeah, you out of retirement for this podcast in uh, <laughs> two different countries at the exact same time. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> James Bond himself. Oh, I know. Yes. that guy oh, should I'll... not an Expendables four though, but he should just come back. <laughs> To do just, something. Just should he do like a one man Broadway play? <laughs> yes, he, he should come back. He, he should <laughs> he do what talks. Kevin Smith is doing, like all these like uh, yeah one man like shows, and just talk about the early days of Bond and his life. I would actually. <laughs> you said that was a joke. I would pay to watch that. No, yeah. that was a joke. That, yeah, seriously. So Sean Connery, if like, you're listening, I don't know why he doesn't start a fucking podcast where he just talks about James Bond and all his movies with people from those movies, and then just see millions of dollars. And all the women he slept <laughs> with, all the women he yeah. slapped, and all the this and all that. Oh yeah, isn't he a shitty person? Who cares well, about Sean Connery? I, yeah. it was like, it's one of those things. Where you, it's so weird, right? Uh, like the whole thing with Bill Cosby situation and everything else, where people could always defend them by saying the time was, you know, the time was different back then. You could do these things, and they're like, wait, what? <laughs> I know, it's like, what? Excuse me? Was that? Uh, yeah, I, I hear people like, oh, it's different back then. I'm like, no, it, it, that was never okay. <laughs> You're an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Please don't talk to me anymore. <laughs> it was different because no one reported it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fuck Bill Cosby, oh, man. Get out of here. so hard. Still, murder is still bad. Right? Yeah. Oh, you know, it was the 70s. Everyone was committing a little light treason. It's fine. No, it's like, come on. <laughs> we just did a little murder. It's no big deal. Yeah, it's like, it's a little. It's what? not a big murder, right? It's just like a mid- yeah. People got away with it. Like, look, look, look at OJ. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, that he was didn't... a little murder who just became yeah. too big. Listen, too he, big. Did not, he did not do it, is all we know. Yeah. No, but his book said he did. And yeah. Chris, yeah no, if, 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 if I did it, here's yeah, Chris Rock made that joke before that even book came out. I'm like, I oh, come on, man. Oh, I know. I saw that online. It was like, I'm cracked. It was like seven jokes that were predicted in the future. Exactly. He's like, oh. Wasn't yeah. one of them the Simpsons predicted 9-11? Yeah, yeah, it did. Right? Yeah. Oh, man. You know, if fucking our government was watching more cartoons, none of this would have happened. They were watching a Fox at 9 o'clock, you know. Yeah, <laughs> those motherfuckers. I know, oh, you well, could have got it. Well, thank you guys so much for doing this. Um, I'll shoot you over my email address. Just shoot me over the uh, MP3 and, like, oh, totally. come back on any time, too. Like, you guys are always welcome to come back. This, is, this has been a blast. Oh, sick. Wicked. Oh. Yeah. Uh, um, I'll let you know when it's going up. It might be a little... I have, like too many episodes right now, so I have to figure something out, but I'll, it might be a little bit. If you need it up at a certain time frame, let me know and I can put it up. Oh, no worries, man. Just let us know when then. Yeah. Yeah, I Good. I did this thing where I, I went a little real hyperboard on Twitter, and then I did like 10 interviews in like two weeks, but I only can put out one a week because of how much I pay for Lisbon, so I was like, huh. Ah, uh, okay, okay. I gotta figure something out. I'm gonna, I don't I might have to do two or something. I have a, 
these are very good problems to have. I'm very happy. Yes, but this that's is, the thing. If it's a good is, problem, yeah. then it's a very good thing. But uh, yeah, thank you guys so much. This meant um, you have no idea how excited I was to interview you guys. And sorry, I had to switch out yesterday. I felt so terrible. Oh, that's and, cool, man. That's cool. And right. the audio is broken. I'm like, and I'm like, I think I wrote on Twitter. I'm like, I'm really good at talking, not at writing. You're like, me too. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> I have a hard time like asking people on because I'm just like, hey, come on, be in the show. And they're like, what? Like, What's it about? I was like, I don't know. Listen, <laughs> I don't. Don't make yeah, me, me write. Yeah, we 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 did a lot of podcasts. We don't even care what you guys want to talk about. You just give us a subject. We could talk yeah, two hours go. about. It. Uh, yeah, which I learned, and yeah, and I think uh, anyone out there listening, you guest, you got these two, and and bring me on. Yeah, <laughs> awesome, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll take you on. Who are you? I don't know. He's a part of our crew. He's our fanboy. <laughs> uh, who cares? Here, I'm just gonna make sure you save it. Make sure you save it because that's like important. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'd be surprised how many people don't do things like that, and you're like, "Oops, I've lost more than one episode in my time." Oh man, that's oh, shit. that would suck. Is yeah. that that's a Sean Connery episode you had? Yeah. Yeah, that's one time I had a uh, Sean Connery. <laughs> awesome. All right, dudes. I uh, thank you so much, and I hope to uh, hope we can do this again sometime. Well, yeah, we will soon. Thanks. All right. Take care. Thanks.